Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Hey guys. Hello, hello. Hello. We're back in our Faith Builder series. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listened to our last podcast, we talked about how on this podcast we'd be talking about time, but we always change our mind. With, with good reason. With good reason. Yeah. yeah. So instead, we, we're flip-flopping it. So we'll talk about prayer this time, and then next time, maybe, we'll talk about time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We yeah. might Who change knows? it again. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're talking about prayer today, and I had the best privilege of getting to talk to a special guest about prayer. So mm-hmm. we have a couple of episodes where we invited some of our younger um members of the church to talk about their experience in this faith builder series on the topic. So um, for prayer, we talked to my daughter, Jessa. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear the interview with her and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. All right. So here's me and Jessa talking about prayer. So I'm really excited for this little faith builder segment, Um, probably just because I'm being a really proud mom, but I asked uh, someone that I like a lot to join us to talk about prayer. Um, So Jessa, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Jessa Denoy, and I am currently a senior at Pella High School. That's offensive when you say that you are a senior in high school. (laughs) Uh, So Jessa is my oldest daughter. And Jessa, you've just had some really cool experiences with prayer over um, the last summer. And so um, you had shared in the auditorium back in July an experience you had at the Bold Conference. And so I just wondered if you would share that with us a little bit. Okay, so before the Bold Conference, I had hurt my foot pretty bad playing tennis This was about mid-June, and then I was off weight. The x-rays looked fine, but it was just because my foot was so swollen, and they couldn't really see anything. It was pretty bruised. And so then we went to Bold. This was my third year going. I just have to interject that when I dropped her off at Bold, you had a scooter, like like those kind that you just put your knee on, right? And then crutches because she was not to put any weight on it. Yeah. Yeah, I was absolutely like zero weight on it. It hurt to put pressure on it. Um, So then like, yeah, two weeks after the injury, it was bold, which was like the end of June. And so we went down there and I was very confident that I was going to get healed at this conference. And so then... um. It was the first day we went through it. It was good. Nothing really happened. They didn't focus on healing or anything. The second day, there was a guy preaching that focused on healing. Mm -hmm. And he was calling some people out, healing them. Um, I never got called with my injury, but he said that during the next like worship set, there would be healing for people. And so then during that worship set, my foot started tingling and it had been really hot that day. Like my foot was super swollen. Mm -hmm. And since I was wearing a compression boot, like I just figured that maybe I was just losing blood flow or something to my foot. So I definitely thought it was just like tingling from that. 
But then I got to the hotel, took off my wrap, took off my boot, still tingling, went to bed that night and it was still tingling. I woke up the next morning and still tingling. <laughs> that is crazy. Because you hadn't had that yet. Yeah, no, no time. tingling. Yeah. Then I went to the conference that morning session and it was tingling there. And then it started, I stayed up top because you can go down mm -hmm. to the bottom to worship. But I just stayed at my seeks. It was annoying to have to crutch up and down the stairs. Yeah. And so then um, I was standing there worshiping. Well, sitting actually because <laughs> yeah. of my foot. But then someone came up to me after my foot had been tingling pretty badly. And it was like starting to hurt. Then um, she came up to me and was like, hey, I just saw like a picture of you like running out of here. So I just thought I'd let you know I was praying for you a little bit ago. And I was like, OK, thanks. Mm -hmm. And then a couple songs later, this other guy came up to me and he was like, hey, can I like pray for you? Can I lay a hand on you? And I was like, yeah. So then he was kind of praying. Um, he was It was mostly like a soaking prayer. And then he just like stop praying or whatever. He's like, how is it feeling? Well, the tingling had stopped. And so I was like, great. He broke it. <laughs> he like, what just happened? Now it's done tingling and it had been tingling mm -hmm. for so long. And so then he, um, I was like, oh yeah, it feels good or whatever. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for praying. And then he left. Then I kind of like stood up to, tr to try it out and it didn't hurt in the boot. But it also just like sometimes it just felt better to stand on my mm -hmm. foot in the boot just because there was so much support. So I was like, maybe it's just because of that. Mm -hmm. But I just stood the rest of worship, sat down. Then it was lunch time. And so I took a, took my boot off. I wasn't using my crutches anymore because I just found them very annoying. And since it <laughs> felt fine to walk on it, I just started walking around on it and then took it off. It didn't really hurt anymore to have weight on it. And so then I was able to walk the rest of the conference on with my boot on instead of having crutches and a scooter. That is crazy. What do you think happened? Probably some crazy healing stuff. Happened. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I remember you texted me and you were, yeah, you're just like, praise the Lord. It's feeling so much better. And... I thought it was a really sweet gift because you were believing it so much before you left for bold that he yeah. was going to heal you there. So how are you, how do you feel now with your whole foot situation? So the week after I had gotten back, I had an appointment. This was early July and she like looked at it and was like, oh yeah, like it looks pretty tender. I got no more x-rays. Um, she was like, there's not really anything evident here that shows that there's a break or anything. So we'll just keep you in a boot and just like keep on keeping mm -hmm. on. So then that was six weeks in a boot. And then the end of July, I was, she told me that I didn't have to wear my boot for a week to see how it felt. And then the next week I had an appointment. This was the end of July. And she looked at it again, and it still had kind of hurt. It was just still kind of tender in those parts. And so I kind of told her about that. And so then 
She told me to put the boot back <laughs> on, which is kind of disappointing. But it's also just like a reminder that like I still like I couldn't put any weight on it. Yeah. And then I could. So it mm-hmm. could have definitely been way worse mm-hmm. than what it is now. And I had to get an MRI and stuff. Yeah. Just to see the results. But yeah. yeah. Still believing for complete healing, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. I think in these faith builder segments, we're just so encouraged by seeing our young people leaning into things like prayer. And so I thank you for being really bold and brave and sharing your story. I think what's really sweet about your story is that um, in my humanity and being a mom, I just want your foot to be totally better. Like I wanted to go into one of those x-rays and they'd be like, whoa, we don't know what happened, but you're totally healed. Um, but the way you've just continued to believe, like I did receive healing at Bold and I believe that God is going to heal me has been really um, faith building for me. And so I hope everyone that um, gets a chance to listen to this is really encouraged in their faith that uh prayer is important. Would you say that? Yes. Do you have any other things you want to share about prayer? Mm-mm. You good? Yep. Well, thanks for sharing with us. And yeah, we're all going to keep praying that your foot is totally healed. I recommend, I recommend interviewing your kids sometime. That was so fun. Yeah. 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 That was beautiful. I, I, I really appreciated, uh, well, so many things and I'm, we'll see where we go with prayer here today. Yeah. There's many places we could go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I found so interesting, just listening to, um, her maturity mm-hmm. in dealing with, uh, healing and not being healed and a boot. And I, I'm struck by her, uh, I'm going to call it faithfulness. I think, mm-hmm. uh, that I, you could just, you know, Jessica loves Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that is really beautiful. And one of the things that I was going to bring up, um, as a church family, we took that survey a while back. We mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. answered questions. And one of the things is uh, interesting to see was there's a strong correlation amongst our, our church. If you are actively involved in prayer, as prayer, personally prayer in groups, uh, prayer events, those who pray, are more active in other areas of their faith. So Whoa. it seemed like prayer mm-hmm. perhaps is a, is a key to unlocking just life in the kingdom. Yeah. Interesting. And so um, I was really struck by that and uh, struck by my own prayer life and how am I doing, but um, it's fun to hear Jessa three years in a row mm-hmm. back to this conference and, and she's, she's, I think she's a person of prayer Yeah. and it's, she's, she's actively engaged in, in her faith. And And what's so encouraging, I got the, I was so cool. I got to go to bold, not this past summer, but the summer before and how beautiful it is to see a generation of young people that prayer is just normal for them. Mm -hmm. I think when I was growing up, it had turned into for me a religious duty. Like when you pray in the morning, you pray before you eat, you Mm -hmm. pray at night. 
And I think there's something really beautiful about, because even with my kids still, <laughs> I tuck in my boys still, you know, in eighth and fifth grade and um, every night is the same. Now I lay me down to sleep. And, you know, sometimes I get a little like, oh, maybe they should be praying not memorized prayers. Mm-hmm. But I think there's really, there's beauty in both mm-hmm. because the memorized prayer, that's something they're always going to think about. Right. That was the prayer I prayed when I was little. Mm-hmm. And you still, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes I'll just think about angels watch me through the night, wake me up with morning light. You know, you're just thinking of those, the words that you say over and over as they start to mean more to mm-hmm. you, um, praying that it just plants something in them. Yeah. And also seeing our young people learning that prayer can just be an ongoing conversation with yep. the Lord. Right. Um, so yeah, there's yeah. a time and place for all types of prayer. (laughs) Sometimes those basic, like, and she is tossed to pray. It's very basic, but I think oftentimes I've experienced in life, you don't know what to pray. Mm -hmm. And if if I don't know what to pray, then I don't pray. So having a starting place, you begin there, but then even if you're laying in bed at night and you can't sleep, you you start saying the Lord's prayer. Mm -hmm. Then it takes your your prayers then go to places within the prayer Mm -hmm. that perhaps need to be prayed about, but that is your starting place to then, to then just pray. And, uh, yeah, I think growing up, I feel like I even see it today, only certain people get to pray. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you're on like adults, like mm-hmm. a certain adult prays. Yeah. And so uh, we've been trying to, in our household, to everybody prays. Yeah. Yep. It's like you're saying there, there's a group of, I hear so many things about our young people and they're not mm-hmm. always very positive, no. but I, I get to spend some time with our young people and mm-hmm. I know there's all kinds of stuff, but I am so optimistic yeah. about yeah. a lot of our young people yeah. and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, um, we as a, I guess, older people, we need to be optimistic about them. Right. Yes. We need to say optimistic things about them because yep. there is a trend in f- uh, future generations where um, culturally they're making decisions that show they're, they're not optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much that is what we are saying about them yep, yep. and what they're watching and what they're listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not wanting just like, no, like normal stuff. Like they're not necessarily wanting to buy houses. They're not sure if they want to get married. They're not sure if mm-hmm. they want to have kids because they're not optimistic and they don't want to be stuck. Because I think they don't like to, to do those things is an optimistic thing. Like yeah. to say, I'm going to buy a house. I'm planting roots. That means I, I think we can grow a life here. And so I just... Uh, I'm really struck by our young people. I know I'm on a, I'm on a tangent right no. now, but I, I was okay. just challenge us as adults. Like we have got to be people of blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get yep. real fired up about this. Yeah. Yeah. And we have got to call out the good things that we see. Yeah. And so like listening to Jessa, just interact with some of our young people. Mm-hmm. The way they talk about God is so different yep. Yep. than what I hear other young kids mm-hmm. I've encountered from different places how they speak about who God is mm-hmm. and how Jesus feels about me. And, and there's such a beautiful foundation being laid with our, yeah. with our kids. And Chrissy, you're doing that with our mixed yeah. kids. And I just, I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Like for how I hear my girls talk about who God is. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. It it's is. awesome. So let's do that. Let's say good yeah. things. Let's pray good things. Let's right. pray good you things. Know? That's, it's so huge just yeah. to be in prayer for our younger generation. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I'm proud she's my daughter, but to me, she represents so many because as I've gotten to know her friends and stuff mm-hmm. that I agree with you, Clay, I have so much hope for them. Mm-hmm. They're still learning things. For they sure. still make decisions yes. that is like, oh, shoot, you're still, you know, right. when you hear did. these stories, yeah. when you hear these stories, you can think, wow, they're way, but they're still learning. And, right. um, 
But yeah, what an honor to be able to be in these seats as we get to watch yeah. them um, mm-hmm. just grow into who they are right. in Jesus. Right. And it's just exciting that prayer to them. My hope and prayer for my children is that prayer is not an intimidating thing and prayer is not a uh, something they have to do, mm-hmm. but yeah. something they get yeah. to do. Yeah. And yeah. so... I went with a group of students in August to IHOP, the International House of Prayer. Not, not the pancakes. Not the pancakes. Oh, the pancakes. <laughs> I was like, man, we should have done like an IHOP trip and did yeah. both. Yeah. yeah. That, makes that sense. feels like we'll silly. We'll do that next time. Next time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just was asked to go along to help drive the 15 passenger van and their high school students. And it, I was nervous about going to IHOP because I have some experiences with prayer that mm-hmm. I was just nervous about it mm-hmm. um, and have had to do a lot of, Lord has helped me a lot to grow with prayer, but we were sitting with these students at Texas Roadhouse the night before we went to the International of Prayer and they were, we were just like eating whatever round of buns we were, rolls we were on, yeah, whatever yeah. basket we were on at that point. And um, they just like started talking about how excited they were to get prayed for the day, the next day. Hmm. And like, it was just really cool to watch them. And then I felt encouraged because I was definitely nervous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be like, wow, they're so excited about yeah. this experience. Right. They're excited to get prayed for. They're excited to spend time in prayer and worship um, was, yeah, it was really encouraging mm-hmm. for my heart. And like, yeah, because we all have different experiences right. with prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. We all grew up praying, maybe not praying in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so um it does sometimes feel like what you mentioned earlier, Clay, like there's that person that prays or like that person is good at prayer. Mm-hmm. So they should be the one that prays. Right. Um, and I was struck by the other day, the, um, the song talking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is just so good. Cause it's, it, it does, it like eliminates like the intimidation by it. And that's what I usually talk with, with my students is like, who wants to talk to Jesus? Like right. that's how I preface prayer. Like right. who wants yeah. to talk to him? Like right. it doesn't, there's not fancy words that he's like, okay, right. I will not now. I will pray right. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just wants yeah. you to yeah. be in conversation. Yeah. Oh, you didn't close your eyes. Sorry. That, that yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Hands not folded. Scratch it. <laughs> I actually talked to someone once. I, they always have their eyes open when they pray. I said, why do you have your eyes open? I want to see what the Lord's doing. Okay. Yeah. So they, I said, I, I never close my eyes when I pray. Yeah. I'm watching. I'm watching the person. I'm watching the room. I'm watching. Yeah. So we were sitting around the table the other night and I was praying. The girls open their eyes because I do regularly. My eyes are open. They're like, you didn't close your eyes. It's like, no, I was watching you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can open our eyes when we pray. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that means our kids got to know how to pray. We got to show them. Right. And yeah. they need to hear it and they need to experience it. And mm-hmm. that's a hard thing. It's yeah. a hard thing to pray. I've listened to my dad. He's told that story a bunch of times where he was nervous to pray with my mom aloud. And one of our senior saints, I believe her sa- statement was that prayer is more intimate than anything else. Yeah. I've heard him um, say that too. And uh, so you have to pray aloud. And there's this, this wild data around marriages and people who pray and like yeah. what happens or divorce rate. Have we heard of this, of this before? Mm-hmm. Divorce rates around 50% ish. There's a smaller, smaller survey, but people who pray together, the odds of divorce move to like 0.004. So it's like national average mm-hmm. is 50 so there's something, something really significant happens when we pray together, mm-hmm. when we know mm-hmm. how to pray for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, this, this other survey always surveys, you know, it, <laughs> Data. it, it yeah. leads to it an is. active faith yeah. to be a person who's talk, constantly talking with God about yeah. all the things. Mm-hmm. God, I you know Jessa, mm-hmm. I thought I was healed. No, I don't think I'm healed, but I believe he's going to heal me. And so there's all, it's just, but she's. She's sorting it out with him, yeah, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. 
She is. Talking to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should put that song in the show notes. Oh, I will link it. <laughs> I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And apparently now we're talking about young people and praying, but um, I would just encourage you to our our prayer ministry team mm-hmm. does have a lot of students that have gone through prayer mm-hmm. uh, training. Yep. And so if you see our one of our young students up there on a Sunday morning to pray, please mm-hmm. go up and let them pray over you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's first of all, because uh, I'm always first in line when there's a student <laughs> up there because the way they hear from the mm-hmm. Lord is so beautiful yep. and so fairly untainted, I yep. feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also it gives them practice and we mm-hmm. all need that practice yeah. and it gives them confidence and it gives them... And I, so yeah, if, if you're the type of person where you need to do a favor for someone, then that's mm-hmm. doing them a favor, but I mm-hmm. guarantee you're going to also be really mm-hmm. blessed in that. And so, yeah, let yep. our young people pray for you. Go up. Maybe just ask a young person if they feel comfortable praying mm-hmm. for you. If right. you know that they've been through prayer training, like those yep. are faith builders yep. both ways. It'll yep. build their faith. It builds your faith. It's the way the kingdom works. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a prayer training happening here at the start of the year. I don't yeah. know if it's like right after early October, I believe. Okay. okay. And I've been, you guys, you, guys, you pray. Yeah. You learn how to pray. Yeah. And you pray out loud, which sounds super scary. Um, but everybody's doing it in the room, mm-hmm. so it's not it's just like everyone's just praying. Yeah. And uh, I would encourage you, uh, this whole series of the last month was about what are you going to build this year? Mm-hmm. Who are we going to build this mm-hmm. year? This is an opportunity to, to uh, not only be built into, but to build into others. Yeah. If, if you can learn how to pray for people, you'd be a world changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can take that training. And we also put the prayer podcast earlier because we have our prayer launch. Yes. yes. We cover the year in prayer. So you can take some time in the lighthouse. You can sign up. It's on the church website, Yep. but grab a slot and just, just come pray. There's prompts. We, we yeah. help you know how to pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then let the Lord take you where he wants. Yep. Yeah. So there's something it's, a, I, I'm just, I'm, str- I was struck by that, that when you pray, it unlocks things mm-hmm. yeah. across the board. Yeah. So if we are not people who pray, there are many locked things waiting to be unlocked. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. And I think it takes work to sort through why, like for myself, I had some experiences when I yes. was younger that made praying out loud really difficult for me to want to do. Mm-hmm. And so it took me, although intimidated by people who are, have beautiful prayers, mm-hmm. um, sitting with them, praying with them also took me a lot of like reading prayers mm-hmm. um, and praying yeah, through different prayer books or things like that to understand and see and desire right. to want to yeah. pray. Cause I, yeah. yeah, I didn't want it to be a checklist thing. I wanted right. to do it because I wanted to talk to right. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's be a question. You, uh, you know, prayers can be written. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, you're not comfortable speaking a prayer. Right. You can write a prayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think so. Can we lean into it a little bit? Yeah. Um, uh, you have to tell what happened in, yeah. in the past, but just for, for those, is it, I mean, praying out loud is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for most of my life, I did not want to pray out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are some things that, that you were actively doing? Just sitting with people listening, just kind of yep. help, just help, help encourage some people yeah. to, to develop a prayer life. I yeah. Guess. Uh, very slow process, okay. I would say. Um, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I journaled a lot. Mm-hmm. That was a huge thing for me because then I could see them. I could, um, I 
yeah, so I spent, that was a lot of college for me was journaling prayers. Um, cause my family, my family prayed out loud at supper. We all prayed. That was like how we did it. My yep. dad would go, then I would go, then Sarah would go, then my mom would go. Yep. <laughs> like yep. that was just every night how we prayed. So I wasn't, I don't know, wasn't intimidated with family. Yep. I think it was outside of that, that yep. I, um, had a harder time with it. And I think I had to unpack a lot of, do I believe that my words matter? Do I believe that God listens to me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessary. Like, and so it was unpacking some of those lies that like, it doesn't have to be beautifully crafted to, right. to work in quotes. Like mm-hmm. that's not what prayer is. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a conversation. Um, and so when I talk with our students and I talk to our students pretty authentically because these are things I've walked through <laughs> of yeah. like, mm-hmm. I had to like, if I want to have relationship with Becky, if I want to have friendship with Becky, I'm going to have to talk to her. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't, like it's not going to work out for us right. if I just don't talk to her. Yeah. Right. And I also have to create space for Becky to talk to me. Yeah. Um, and so I think our earthly connections help us to see like what we long for, which then is the actual ultimate connection mm-hmm. with Jesus. And right. so I have to create space to talk. And I don't like... I don't say, dear Becky, when I talk, you know, like, and I'm not trying to like make yeah. light of prayer yeah. or anything right. like that. Right. But, and I think even like, amen, sometimes I'm like, I don't like when I journal, I don't end with amen. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I don't, I'm trying to not cut that conversation. Like huh. it doesn't end. Right. I'm tr- like, we're called to be constantly mm-hmm. in communication, you know, right. and, and consistently. And so, um, yeah, I so I try to be intentional about that. And then that grew into a lot of like praying like really casually with God. So just being like, uh, God, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety. Can we talk mm-hmm. about like mm-hmm. it's more um informal throughout like in my mind or throughout the day. Um and then in things like text messages, when someone's like, Hey, could you be praying for me? instead of saying, I'll be praying for you. I will send the prayer. Yeah. Yes. Because then I'm like, I, because on it, like I will forget or I won't actually pray. Yeah. Even though I have the best intentions to. So I choose to send it right away. Um, or sometimes I'll call, like, it just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of those steps were really good practices to like being brave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I call our students to do. That's Mm -hmm. what I call, what challenge myself with is just to be brave. Right. And that, so like, I mean, I've been on unpacking it for, 10-ish years yeah. and feel like I can pretty confidently pray out loud now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I also get weepy when I pray, yeah. <laughs> which is something I prayed for. So it's yeah. funny how that works. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so yeah, I do so too. it's a process. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just if you believe that God is who he says he is, right. like there's grace, there's love, it's unconditional. So mm-hmm. he's not going to care if you mess up or don't think you did it right, whatever that means. Right. Um so I think it's just the, the hardest thing is starting it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would encourage listeners to start, whether that's unpacking why you don't love prayer or right. remembering old prayers that you said as a kid mm-hmm. or um, something I've loved doing in church with the Lord's prayers. Cause I've been saying that in church for a lot of years mm-hmm. in my life um, is to actually say it like I mean it <laughs> yeah. versus like sometimes it can sound a little robotic and right. so like, how do I, so sometimes I don't match up with the congregation when I say it, but I'm trying to say it like I actually mean mm-hmm. the words I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So just small things. Yeah. But it's good. Just it. mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Any thoughts, Becky, on prayer? No. I, well, one thing I was just going to reiterate 
the prayer training 101 or level one. I think they call it level one prayer training. Um, Just take it because I think there's just no one right way to pray. And so even in that prayer training, you learn so many different ways that you can pray with people and for people and for yourself and for your family. And um, there are just so many ways to pray. So Mm -hmm. I encourage you to find what the Lord might be inviting you into, how to pray in this next season. Mm -hmm. You can pray using scripture, right? Mm -hmm. You know, use Psalms to write your own prayer. Um, There's really beautiful books that I know we all have on our shelves that have blessings or prayers Mm -hmm. and that are written out that, Mm because sometimes the situation is hard to find the words for it. Yep. So those exist too. Yeah. I just just remind him of just listening to Jessa um, and talk about, Constant communication, constant prayer, constant. Um, and Jesus taught us to pray every day, daily bread. And it's always so, because um, I think a lot of people think they don't, shouldn't pray or not sure they should pray because we, historically we pray just for big things. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, a lot of big things in life don't go well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, what do I do in those moments? Mm-hmm. Well, someone says to me a long time ago, is if you pray every day, it's probably Pete, Greg, could be a grandpa, who knows who it is. <laughs> but the daily prayer I've probably said this here before. It develops these daily yeses, mm-hmm. these daily yeses of Jesus. I was with you in this, and I was with you in this, yep. and I was with you in this. And those are little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't ask, pray every day, we miss all the little things. So when we get to the big thing, and it doesn't go how we hope, if we have prayed about all the little things, and he's been with us all the way through, we still know he's with us when yep. it doesn't go what we want. It's like... Jessa, her foot started senior year is a big thing, mm-hmm. but she has developed a life of prayer, I think, mm-hmm. where she can sit in that tension and yep. know that he is with her in it, mm-hmm. even with a prayer she wanted not being, they didn't go the way she wanted, yep. Yep. which is, that's just life. It's mm-hmm. life. Yep. And mm-hmm. so we, it's our humanity. And I our, was reading yeah. something by a smart person that said, you know, he said, first we have to establish Jesus ministry is a ministry of healing. Mm. He's always healing. Yeah. But that healing looks different yep. all the time. So we believe in healing. We pray for healing. But what healing is, who knows? It could be instant. It could be medical. It could be natural. It could be mm-hmm. this, the, the, the grace to, to, to navigate a situation. That, that's a miracle. Yep. Mm-hmm. To have a good perspective in a challenge situation, mm-hmm. that's a miracle. Yep. Yeah. Or at the end of the day, we get to be with him forever, yep. which is the best one. Yep. Yeah. So it looks different in so many different ways. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we'll keep praying. And I think like we don't know what that prayer of healing that those like those kids prayed. You don't know because you couldn't see anything in the X-rays before, and so you have no idea what was happening. And even if that was a faith builder moment for Jessa and those kids and the ones that prayed for her, yeah, like we just don't we don't get to know all of that right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Also, someone's talking about Paul and uh, his thorn, right? Like, yeah, a thorn. I think the word they use is uh, uh, it can be translated as a stake. Interesting, right? Yeah. Thorn small. A stake is big. <laughs> yeah. So this person big. was saying, I think it was a big thing that Paul wanted removed or changed and it wasn't. And he's like, You know what though, God? Like, okay. Like yeah. your your grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. So there's this I mean life with God is something, isn't it? It's it is something. It is something. An adventure. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so also, can you guys just assure me I am not the only one? Maybe I am the only one here. There are some times where I'll just be like worrying about a situation and just constant. And then there'll just be a little like 
maybe I've dealt with this for weeks or days or hours or months. And then the Lord's like, have you asked me about it yet? Mm. Oh my word. I've (laughs) been trying to deal with this Mm -hmm. all on my own. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Usually sometimes if it's not Jesus, it'll be my mom. (laughs) I got to call her and be like, all right, Lori, like what? I'll call her Lori. Mom. And I like talk to her and she's like, did you pray about it? I'm like, Thanks, mom. Thanks, yes. mom. Could you, and could then you we pray that I yeah. usually we pray together. Then, <laughs> yeah. like, yep. could you pray that I remember to pray? That's the biggest prayer I have. Right. Like, just pray that I remember to pray because yeah. it's so funny how I think. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I can deal with this yep. big decision on my own or whatever yeah. the situation may be, and then and the Lord's like, I can help you. And yeah. I'm like, hello. Oh, <laughs> even if it's, if yeah, it's the asking and just being aware. Like, I am not making this decision yep. alone. Yep. I am not. Even sometimes when I just am not like there's a situation right now that I'm just like, I, I, I can like physically feel ill about it almost. Mm. And then even just saying, Lord, could you give me peace right now? And he's been so faithful where almost immediately I'm like, okay, thank you. I yeah. can, that, that is your grace mm-hmm. yeah, for yep. this moment where yep. I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So yep. he's good. Yeah. He is good. Mm-hmm. So I think we pray, but we're not going to say Amen. Okay. Okay. Oh, I was going to, I another reminder. You've said this before, Clay, and it was beautiful. So every Tuesday morning as a staff, we gather for prayer. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times it ends up where we break into just smaller groups of us and just sharing with each other what's Mm -hmm. going on in prayer. And one time I was in a group with Clay and a few other people and, and our sharing time got a little long and we're all looking at the clock, like we have meetings to get to. And Clay is like, and that's also praying, you know, yeah. even just sharing with each other mm-hmm. what's going on. Yep. Right. Um, because in that setting, we had already worshipped. We had, and so we just sealed like, hey, God, you know what's going on in our life. So I just, yep. mm-hmm. anyways, just want to encourage people. Prayer mm-hmm. is not a formula. It <laughs> is not. Right. It's all your heart yep. um, posture. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can I pray? Yeah. Yeah. So God, uh, my prayer is that you begin a conversation with uh, mm-hmm. each of us today and with everyone who's listening today. And my prayer is that the conversation does not end until we fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So there are no amens today. Um, would you be, would you constantly bring us back to our conversation? Little ways and big ways. Might we be a people who uh, are constantly talking with you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 